execution. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Strong Cast. I'm your host, Armstrong Williams. Today, we're talking about a different kind of commitment, significance, and a matter of great importance. You know, I don't know. I don't know why people want to wait until they're in bad health, a crisis, they become overweight, they just get to the tipping point, and all of a sudden, they want to start eating that fried chicken. I don't want to stop eating my man's Kamal's Ben's chili bowl, but I understand. I don't want my boy Kamal to lose business, but uh, I'll leave it at that, okay? But I've always, for me, um, have had the discipline to work out five days a week, eating two meals a day, and I don't. it's rare for me to eat after 6 p.m. in the evening. It's just rare for me to eat after 6 p.m. And I rarely eat meat. Listen, I haven't had a steak in 15 years because at my stage in life, it probably take 10 years for it to get out of my body. But anyhow, my man, Rock Newman, Rock Newman's my man. Let me just tell you, Rock Newman and I may share vastly different politics, but we could care less about that. Rock Newman is one of the most big-hearted, philanthropic, business leaders, compassionate individuals I ever met in my life. I've known Rock since my days of black college days at South Carolina State, and Rock was leading movements there. And I think um, Rock, what Rock has contributed to the world through his um, genius with the world of boxing, through entrepreneurship, he has left a blueprint. But Rock has faced his greatest challenge today. Rock has to lose weight. <laughs> Now, that's a challenge, okay? Now, Rock has conquered many things, okay? Now, you know, Rock normally does things on his own. And welcome to Strongcast. We got to be strong today. This is the first time I know that, that Rock had to pay somebody to help him do something that he could do basically for himself. <laughs> he, it was so bad for Rock, he had to hire Nathaniel Jordan to help this brother to get the most important aspect of his life together, which is his health. Now, man, let me tell you, that says everything. And listen, if Rock has to hire somebody... The world is in trouble. Let me welcome my man who's, and not only is he fighting the battle, he's winning. How much weight have you lost, Rock? Right now, 70 pounds. Oh, a Lord. Total, a total of 70 pounds. This man pounds. has lost 70 pounds. As yeah. of this morning. As of this morning. This man, now look, he could not do it on his own. And what this conversation is about today is facing the reality and coming to the realization that there's some things you have to conceive that you need help. And health, and fitness, there are many people that need life coaches or people like Nathaniel Jordan to show them how you can lose it, keep losing it, and never have the taste of the food to put it back on again and just exercise and until um, Stevie, like Stevie Wonder said, until the break of dawn. Let me let me welcome Nathaniel Jordan and Rock I'm, to I'm the strong. show. Thank you, man. As Rock fight this battle, but Rock has lost seven pounds. But it shows you when Rock has to do something, he has the discipline. And the wherewithal to do it. Nathaniel, tell us this story. Because Rock's story speaks to America. America's overweight. The world is overweight. Can, 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 can I take some senior citizen liberty yes, and, and, and jump yes, in? Yes, yes, they, yes. You said something. You said Rock is, is big hearted. And the first thing I thought about was 70 pounds ago, my belly was also very, very big. <laughs> and, I, and I've still got work to do. I am still not a swimsuit model. I'm heading in that direction. Um, I'm strong, but you talked about having the 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 discipline that that you had the discipline. You started at an early age, and you and and you talked about you used the word rare 
in describing something. You are a rarity in terms of having the presence of mind from an early age on to pay attention to your health. The overwhelming of Americans today, overwhelming numbers are they are obese, overweight, and unhealthy. And what I came to understand in working with Nathaniel is addicted to food like a crackhead is addicted to crack cocaine. It is a epidemic. And thank God for this angel who has come into my life and has helped me to, he has shown me a formula never to try a diet again. I've tried every diet known to mankind. I'm not on a diet. I have not lost 70 pounds because I am on a diet. It is a change of life. And it's been fun. I am consuming nutritious meals. I have a big appetite and I eat big meals, but they're primarily plant-based salads and these extraordinarily wonderful soups that my wife makes. And then she switches up every now and then and throws some what appears to be chocolate cake, but it's made out of something wonderful. And the dressing that she made yesterday, which included fresh papaya, banana, some uh, almond butter, a little bit of vinegar, some oranges and apples that I was able to douse my salad with. Man, I'm having fun. Thanks for being on your show. You know, uh, Nathaniel, um, it is amazing because Rock, Rock said something, and most people would assume you're on a diet. The thing that Rock had to change was his heart. Once he killed everything in his heart that he loved and was addicted to, then he could make that change. And what you've done is that you've put together a program that anybody can conquer if they want to. Because we all have all kinds of addictions. Um, but there's nothing like later in life living and in bad health. And the, another thing too, Rock, I want you to address this before we get in the thing, because we have time that they were going to talk straight through on my Strongcast podcast. The first thing you had to do is admit that you're overweight. That's a hard thing to admit that I'm fat, yeah. that I got a big belly, yeah. and I don't like my belly. Yeah. But you you live with it for so long, you just don't want to. You don't want to face the fact that I'm overweight. Mm -hmm. And some people don't want to say, you know what? I remember Aideen um, told me the story, and I mean, I mean, she's a fine example like you. I, I knew that she was putting on the hits. And you know, every time she would see me, I would say, you know, you put on a little few more hits. But you know, and then, but finally, she came to the conclusion. She had too many hits, and she saw a doctor. He reiterated what she'd already known, and literally within six or seven months, she may have lost 40 pounds. She has that discipline to lose the weight. I don't know. I know very few people like her that can do that, but that yo-yo is not good either. Yeah. Talk about that, Nathan. It's right. just not good. All right. So you, you, touch, you all have touched on what I've identified as 12 different components that keeps people addicted to the foods, making them fat and sick. So what you touched on with people not wanting to recognize that they're a food addict and they have a problem, that's actually the worst component of all when it comes to this, and that's called the ego trap. The ego trap is when people have failed so much on these diets, and I'll talk about why the diets don't work, they failed so much, they give up hope. And they identify with what they're going through to, to ease the shame of being overweight and being sick. 
And the even worse component of the ego trap is not only will they give up and just uh, create myths that it's just my genetics and I'm big boned and it's oh, just yeah. because I'm old. They'll they'll also uh, try to keep suppress other people from getting off what I call the death train of obesity and sickness. So they'll try to self-sabotage others to make themselves feel better. And then that creates a whole social environment to where I, I keep warning Rock as he starts to approach and he won't come right out and say it, but he really going to end up my size. And as that starts to happen, you look like a crackhead. The wind going to blow you away. I'm, I'm trying to prepare mentally that that's coming. So the reason why, the reason that even gets people to the 12th component is that diets don't work. And the reason why diets don't work is because they don't address the addiction. They don't address the fact that most Americans, because they are not in touch with we are, the fact that we are what we eat and that our body requires the natural medicines and whole natural plant foods, it creates these unnatural food cravings that makes it very uncomfortable for people to go more than a few hours without eating. So we have masses of overweight people who every three hours they feel like they need to eat something when food is only supposed to be meant to keep you lean and healthy. So if you're overweight and you can pinch fat, you're eating outside of the demands of true hunger. But most Americans are too uncomfortable to eat. And that's created because the micronutrient deficient foods, foods that have no vitamins, no minerals, no phytochemicals. When you eat those foods, the body treats it as a poison. It stores those poisons in your cells. A few hours after you get done digesting, when your body attempts to expel those poisons, the food addict feels what the crack addict feels, withdrawal symptoms. They're very uncomfortable. They make your head hurt and your stomach growl and you get fatigued and then you'll go and you'll seek to eat some more food. That's called toxic hunger. It's a vicious cycle. And it right. And, and so mo what most Americans, they believe they're hungry. They're really going through withdrawal. Also, another component that makes the withdrawal even more difficult is that the foods are designed to where you can't stop eating. it. And how that happens is that when you consume a food that comes from a plant that's stripped of all of its nutrients, kind of like you take a crack cocaine plant, you strip it down to a white powder and you snort it and it makes you high. Well, that's what the foods are essentially. And when you when you consume those foods, it it surges insulin because the foods gets rushed in the body of sugar. Insulin is surged and insulin turns off leptin. That's the hormone that tells you to stop eating. So when leptin is turned off, like the commercial says, once you pop the fun, don't stop. And it, then it, it won't stop even when it's not fun anymore because you can't stop eating the foods. So un, until we learn that just like our vehicles need the proper fuel to function, so does our bodies, you will stay in a constant state of these ravenous cravings, these uncomfortable withdrawal symptoms, and 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 that creates this this monster that most people uh, stay trapped in. So the diets are failing Americans. It's the dieting industry. Most people watching, I don't want them to feel too bad. It's the diets that have failed them. The advice they've been given has failed them. Let's talk, talk about, I, I, I think um, it's easy to just sit and look at Rock and he says that he lost 70 pounds. But let's, even for someone like me, who over the last 30 years, 
my weight has been between 143 and 146. It's never gone beyond 146 pounds. But even for me, and I've never had a weight problem. Listen, working out is hard work. It takes a lot for me, as healthy as I've been, it's a lot of work and a lot of discipline, a lot of lifting, going to that gym, working out every day. The good news is it's an addiction for me. So my body craves for it. So even when I don't want to go sometimes, my body, you know, it forces me to go. And I have that benefit that I built up for so many decades mm -hmm. that my body won't allow my mind to be at peace unless it's working out. Mm -hmm. But the, what, what I'm getting to is people need to be prepared for the hard work that it takes first to lose the weight. And I think it's harder maintaining it after you lose. It's a lot of work, Rock. You know, Armstrong, I know that <clears throat> everything you try to touch in your own way, as you said, we certainly do differ on the political spectrum. Yes. But it, things that you touch, you try to be inspirational. And if I can say something to your listening audience and to, to those that will see our pretty faces up here, is however bad someone's diet is, for several years, I would suggest that the diet, listen to this insanity. My breakfast on a fairly regular basis, especially when I could steal away from my more health conscious wife, my, 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 my typical diet would be four eggs over medium, home fried potatoes with a uh, catfish. And I would say, don't fry that catfish too hard, but give me a very crispy side of bacon. Boy, with you, some, sound, you sound like, hey, Dean, I've heard that so many times. With some wheat toast. With some wheat toast. Oh, my goodness. Putting it's jelly amazing. on the wheat toast. It's amazing how similar the conversations are. And, and, and so that, that, would be, that, 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 that would be breakfast, and I'd come home almost comatose. Amazing. And go to sleep and get up, and then in the afternoon, I'd be hungry, and I'd go, and oftentimes, I would order double entrees with the sides. And I was going, I went from, 240 to 250 to 260 to 270. And of course, I always didn't want to go up. I didn't want to continue going up, but I continued to, to eat and I could never connect the dots as to, as to intellectually, I knew that I didn't want to be fat, fatter, obese, but I'm doing the things that are making me obese. It honestly, truly, sincerely wasn't until this young man right here helped me connect connect those dots as to how I was addicted and how that could change how eating all of those calories were so detrimental in every way and how eating a more of a plant-based healthy diet was giving me the nutrients that stopped me from having the cravings of an of a food addict, and now I am joining. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you a secret. I don't want him to hear me, so I'm gonna lean over this way. You know, I've been on this journey, but I went to Atlanta this past weekend, and I was there for five days. And my fantasy was, okay, I've been doing this, but I want to go to Busy Bees. <laughs> I want to go to Busy Bees Cafe. I went to Busy Bees Cafe and ordered some of the stuff that I used to order years ago. And let me tell you what happened, man. I was so disappointed when I left there after tasting, tasting some of that food. I, I love that place, so I'm not trying to stop them from getting business. 
But my taste over now the course of three and a half months, my taste buds have changed. And that that I used to so crave and love didn't even taste good anymore. And it was a great lesson for me. I'm frankly, I'm glad I did it because it was that what I think final confirmation of that's no longer who I am. I'm over here, a new man, as you said, when, I, when we saw each other in the green room. You know, something you said, um, we were having an earlier conversation about the journeys and the things that you and your wife experienced. You know, you know Nathaniel, I was in a restaurant. I love the French food. And I had gone in and I placed the order. And I've been going to this restaurant for three years. And the waitress came. She said, oh, Mr. Williams, you never order unhealthy. Uh, this is rare for you. Are you sure? <laughs> and look, because every now and then you can treat yourself. You know what I said? You know, that's my conscience speaking to me in a different way. I said, let me order something else. <laughs> well, and so I ordered the trial over salad. Uh, but it just goes to show you, when you are on this journey, people notice it. Yeah. And sometimes when you get off track, they will check you. And they don't realize they're checking you because what you're doing is setting an example for them. It's what we don't understand sometimes. And that's and that's the social normalcy that, that it, it's... People will hate on you. A lot of people will hate on you when you come out of what I call the food crack house. So you, if you're a crackhead and you're living in a crack house, you're all doing the same thing, destroying yourselves. You get off crack. You have to go because you're making everybody else feel ashamed. It's the same thing getting off food many times. I've had people, I had a, a sister that called me, and she pretty much wanted the whole three-hour consultation to be out, how do I fight my family? And that's sad. How do I have to go to war with my family just to protect my health? But when you do decide to go to war and you find that support system, they will start to respect you, especially when you don't gain it back. I always tell people, don't say anything the first year. When you lose your way, first you got to get down. Then you have to stay that way. Let them develop their respect for you over time, because like you said, they will. They'll respect you and then... Once you become, because less than 3% of all dieters make it three years. And most Americans, most people watching this have tried diets. It's falling off. But when you, when you find what works, and what works is a lifestyle change, meaning you eat the right foods, you can eat as much as you want, and the weight will still come off. And then the respect will come, and you can be a dent in that whole social environment where everyone, where nobody cares if, if somebody eat themselves into a, a heart attack. And that's because they're not thinking about it. Not that they don't, no one wants to see their loved one die from a heart disease, but why is it happening to 1,500 Americans every day of every year? Well, it's because of the detachment and the addiction and you know people bury the information, cognitive dissonance. Let, let's just say for someone listening to and watching our Strongcast podcast today, and you've really, and you and Rock have really spoken to them. And they've seen themselves for what they are instead of whom they pretended to be for all these years. And they say to, they're say they saying to themselves right now, I'm ready. Just give me something simple that I can do right now that's realistic for me, mm -hmm. where I don't disappoint myself by trying to do too much. What do you say to that person thinking this way now? Every, for every lunch, you should have a large salad until full. Every single day, less than 3% of all Americans consume the government's recommendation for fiber. 
which should be double the amount. That's how terrible the standard American diet is. So by simply making a commitment that every day I'm going to eat a, a large salad for a meal, no portion control, Forget, throw away portion control, worrying about protein, or don't worry about that. Worry about medicine, giving your body medicine. Large salad every day. My salad is three pounds. It should be so big that it fills you up. Find a, <laughs> right, find a delicious salad dressing that, that you can eat from. The, you'll eat it from the bowl. It's so good. That's, that's whole plant-based. Mine is pineapples, oranges, balsamic vinegar, and almonds. And then Rock went over his. And, and that's that's the key. That's the first and fundamental step that that everyone can do. And then find a restaurant that supports this way of eating. So since I've been up here, there's a place in Herndon, Virginia, Green Fair Organic Cafe, and they make all of their food with no added sodium, no oils. They don't fry anything and no refined sugar. And they make uh, beans and stuff. So for me, uh, because I've because uh, uh, I've been spoiled for the last seven years by having my wife cook everything for I've been I go to that restaurant and so that's that's the second thing so first one large salad every day the second one find a restaurant where even if it's a grocery store with a salad bar find some place that's easily accessible to where you can go in and get some healthy food so what about the drinks the sodas the desserts uh, because what you consume in terms of liquids, and Rock talked about the chocolate, but it was a healthy chocolate. The killers sometimes are the beverages and the desserts. What do you say to that aspect? It, it's just sugar. It's just sugar. So it's going to continue the food cravings because high amounts of sugar causes the pancreas to panic and excrete insulin, which will turn leptin off. Also, it sends a surge of dopamine to the brain. And dopamine is the pleasure hormone, so it's it's a it's just a it's a drug drink. You the, it's going to keep you in excess insulin, fuels body fat, it it helps body fat to grow. So it, it's empty calories. It's empty calories with no fiber attached, which means the body doesn't have time to break it down and utilize it slowly. So it, it's you fresh water, purified water is what we should be drinking 99% uh, of the time. You can flavor it with a little fruit, but uh, the sodas and, and the other drinks, that's 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 going you, to You know, I'm strong, and, and so I, I pay attention to things now that, that I frankly never have paid attention to. And so I go into a grocery store, and it's the big chains around here, you know, and you go down an aisle, man, and you see these chips and nuts and processed foods and on the, just on the other side you see all these sodas and you see these flavored drinks and all of it is terrible for our health even the lacroix water well I'm, no I, I, I've, I've ever heard of it yeah i i am not sure about lacroix water that's my favorite water okay listen no, yeah, 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 yeah but and rock but, is but oh. the point is the, the the point is man when you go down these aisles these are are foods that are being consumed that are causing premature illnesses and premature death. You know, the proliferation of diabetes from what we've been conditioned to consume. I would submit that, you know, whether it is politics or business or the, or the budget in this country, the greatest challenge facing us is our rapidly deteriorating health as a result of the terrible diets that we've been conditioned to consume. That's how, the big challenge. How can our 
um, Strongcast listeners to get more information, Nathaniel? How can they reach out? My website is theministerofwellness.com. As a matter of fact, I'm the only person in the world that has the title The Minister of Wellness. So that means you can find me on Instagram, my YouTube channel, um, my Facebook, everything, The Minister of Wellness. I'm, uh, I do health lectures and I go around and I speak. I have several lectures that can uh, help empower a group. We did one out here in D.C. and it was a great attendance. But The Minister of wellness.com and my phone number is 202-753-9954. Rock, Nathaniel, thank you for this edition of Strong Cast. I'm Armstrong Williams. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you.